Sunday pour back recording on a Thursday night heading into the weekend. Uh, I got to be honest, I, I don't have – this is the first show to me it feels like February because I don't have that much going on. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot going on. It's, um, it's a slow week. Actually, at work it was a ball buster of a week, so I don't even know what, what's going on. And like the outside world, I have an idea. Um, bombings and whatnot. I know tomorrow there's some weather coming our way. Uh, yes. But apparently nobody knows what's going on because I've heard like six inches. I've heard light rain. I've heard sleet. I've heard snow event. I've heard nothing from, I mean, just five different, six different sources, whatever. Nobody knows what the fuck's happening tomorrow. Just um, hold on to your butts. It was 60 degrees yesterday and now we've got possible six to eight inches i don't know what's going on groundhog may have been onto something uh, i think we're just juggling winter and spring right now well it's february the classic it's still juggle. february yeah not spring but you know it's just cl- the classic juggle doesn't want to give up winter doesn't want to give up it's not going to go away that easily just because we had one day in the 60s doesn't mean we're gonna whatever look we have nothing but the weather should not be what we resort to <laughs> i agree <laughs> Well, I just find it fascinating that no, like this is the first. Like usually, everybody is set on one thing that's going to happen, and then of course it doesn't happen. But uh, in this case, I feel like nobody has any idea what's going to happen. So, yeah, hold your breath. Well, I'm trying. I'm trying to wait until at least March to talk college hoops. I mean, I don't know if UCF, USF. Sorry, UCF not playing. USF pulls off the upset against Gonzaga. I like to talk about it. Doubtful. I don't see it happening. Give him a good run there. I'm not even watching. I can't watch Gonzaga until tournament time. <laughs> it's just a cupcake schedule. I can't do it. They're on the road in hostile territory. Uh, San Francisco. The, the homeless going to storm the court if uh, <laughs> San Francisco wins. <laughs> if they lose, they might storm the court. <laughs> uh, the Don said their eyes on the tournament, though, apparently. Yeah, I saw Lenardi had him in as a last four, I think it was, or last four with a bye. Maybe the conference is a little better this year. I don't know. St. Mary's is ranked now. They're playing Gonzaga Saturday night. I, might, I think it's because they, they got a super senior on the team. They got a fifth-year guy. He came back just to play. Like They like to have some older teams in the tournament, right? Yeah, they also like storylines. They yeah. say they don't, but I don't buy it. Yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't you? That's why you always see fucking Syracuse in there. And they shouldn't be. Yeah, not this year. No. Knock on wood. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, no, I'm trying to wait until March because once I get going. I mean, it's, all, it's really all I watch right now. That's it. It's, 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 it's the Red Zone channel every night. It's incredible. There's a million games. <laughs> yeah, I've been mixing it up. I did, I did hockey last night. I watched you Oilers in Tampa. I've, I've watched uh, – I got hooked a little bit on betting soccer this week. Uh, so you're into soccer. Well, the thing is, it's like all in the middle of the day. So like 3 o'clock start takes me right to the end of the day, you know. So I got that. Good to have something to look forward to. It. That's, yeah. like, that's the best part of it. Like, I don't think it, it was prime time. I don't think we're going to do it. But it's Champions League, so it's like the best teams. And uh, I got killed. <laughs> so not, not much different than football. <laughs> maybe it was just gambling I have a problem with. 
You will be getting some early basketball games soon, shortly. Early basketball? Oh, yeah, definitely. I can't wait for the noon starts. Yeah, even before, even before the big conference. I think the first conference tournament actually starts Monday, which is not even March yet. It's still February 28th. Wow. NEC, it's like Central Connecticut and uh, Sacred Heart. Oh, a little programming note. Wagner. Uh, I'm not, not going to be available to record on Thursday the 17th. I'll be at the Garden. Watching the Big know. East tournament? Yeah, Big East, yeah. Wait, the 17th? No. Thursday? The 10th, maybe? 10th, sure. The Thursday, okay. the, whatever. The Thursday. Yeah, the 17th is... Uh, the actual tournament. Yeah, the 17th is the actual tournament. Oh, if they messed up and got me tickets for the 17th, I wonder if I'm going to go see the fucking dog show or something. Yeah, Nick's Grizzlies or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever, the 10th. I'll be, I'll be in New York. I'll be going to the Garden. All right, it'll have to be a, uh, maybe a Wednesday show. Yeah, we'll figure something out. I think Wednesday's a triple header at MSG. So. Well, Wednesday's when you get all the dog teams. You get, you know, Georgetown, DePaul. Yeah. Butler, yeah. the shit stains. Yeah, they asked me what I requested tickets, and they asked me what night I'd like to go, and I was like, I'll take any night. This Friday's tougher because I don't really want to go on Friday. And uh, Friday's the best night, though. No, I know, but I'd rather come home on a Friday after work. You know, getting old. Yeah, okay. I'd, rather st- I'd rather stay out until two in the morning on a Thursday. <laughs> yeah, I would have. I, I would have requested Friday. Yeah, no, I'd just rather come home on a Friday. That's all. It's more because the family and the kids and stuff. But uh, I just said, yeah, I said, I'll take any night that you can get. But if I had to pick, I'd pick Thursday. And also Thursday might be the, the night that the hall gets bounced. So Might be a last chance to see yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, be, I'm being uh, realistic. I'm seeing my team. So yeah, just, roll, just rolling the dice here for that doubleheader on Thursday. Thursday night. So you get the 2-7 or 2 Two seed and the three seed. That's fine. playing whoever. Yeah, I'll take it. Take it. It was a big. It was a big. Uh, a big week for the Big East. They actually took center stage this week. I feel like they they mm-hmm. grabbed the headlines. Why is that? What happened? I didn't see anything. I saw. I saw the whole. Uh, took care of Butler last night. Yeah, that's not what it was. <laughs> no. No, uh, UConn Nova Tuesday night, and then uh, oh. Xavier Providence last night, triple overtime. Oh, shit. maybe the game yeah. of the year. Wow! All right, and Providence is uh, Providence is the team that everybody's kind of losing their mind over. They're like the lucky, you know, uh, four leaf clover, whatever you want to call it, rabbit's foot up their ass team Sounds that people right. are mad about. They're, I mean, they've been a little lucky, I guess. They keep so, winning. They have three losses, but they keep winning. So watch how you rate them come March. Where are they seated right now? Uh, where does Lenardi have them seated? Lenardi has Providence. I'm going to guess four. Wow. Uh, they have four. They're not making it past 11. the first weekend. Yeah, I mean, I could see. I like Ed Cooley. I just never trust Ed Cooley. That's the fair. Hyman Roth. That's that's fair. <laughs> Ed Cooley gets the Hyman Roth award. I like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Your uh, father always liked Ed Cooley, and he never <laughs> trusted Ed Cooley. <laughs> That's good. Um, well, all right. Well, I don't, I don't want to get you too too much going with the college hoops. You don't want to get into it. I just don't want to end up repeating myself on uh, Selection Sunday. With fair enough. My, oh, I don't want to use all my material on February twenty fourth. Fair enough. But the Big East did have it. It was a nice week. Everyone was talking about Hurley Tuesday night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did, you, oh, did, you, did you see that at least the ejection? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. It's it's. I've been zoned out. I don't even know what Tuesday night. I didn't do shit on Tuesday. I didn't watch anything on Tuesday night. So Hurley has a little bit of a quick trigger. He's he knows he rubs people the wrong way, specifically the referees. So they gave him a tackle. I don't, I don't, I don't really like him either. No one likes him. No one likes him. Rubs me the So he gets a technical, which, which you know, I'm sure the refs got together and be like, listen, this guy's going to give a shit. So gets the T. Now when the referees are sorting everything out, he starts riling up the crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing one of these. Yeah. Get up. Reason, and they yeah. gave him they gave him a second technical for riling up the crowd, and they tossed him. <laughs> <laughs> what a shit. so uh, it was it was like almost like a face turn. Like everybody started having his back on Twitter. Uh, so leave it to the referees to uh, leave it to referees to uh, make Dan Hurley a sympathetic figure. Yeah, that's brutal. Bad so, job the refs. Yeah, I don't know. Was it was it they just, made it they made it the ref. It was a little bit of a ref show. That's not T-worthy at all. I mean, that's, that's – yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of things. I've never seen a coach get a technical for riling up the crowd. Oh, yeah, yeah you, did, you already did your part, and I, I was just getting the home team – getting the home crowd going. Right. It was a hostile environment. But, they, I mean, you kind of did get a call at the end. They got like a couple calls at the end, so I figured evens out. Once you got to lose a battle to win the war. I would have made – I would have made it my – if I was a fan there, I made it my goal of the night to just ride those refs the entire time. They did. For everything. Good. No, they should. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the right of a fan. I mean, fuck them because of who they are, but also a good job by them. Yeah. I mean, you gotta. Yeah. And I the refs, you put a bullseye on your back when you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, yeah. And then Wednesday night, Providence Xavier triple overtime, buzzer beater to face to uh, four triple overtime. Uh, it was a good week. It was a good week for All the right. Big East. In a mid, it's like a good conference this year. One yeah. through six or seven, maybe. No great teams, though. Yeah. Like SEC, one through six is, I feel like, you get some Final Four teams in there. Big right. East, probably not. That's always the Big East problem. They're always great against one another, but leaving the conference is always a problem. Well, I mean, you got Nova. No, they got Nova's, they, they, Nova's they, won them a couple of titles. Like no, they, UConn no, they, did. Yeah, no, they have their runs. I'm just saying, uh, for the most part, you get hyped up for the Big East for what you see from them, like head to head, and then they get there and it's a disappointment. Well, there's too many teams that just lay eggs in the Big East. There's yeah. too many, like. Yeah. No, no, they have their runs, though. Yeah, it's always the same teams, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, take what you can get. St. John's isn't doing anything. Nah, St. John's is terrible. <laughs> I know enough about St. John's back. It's been 20 years. They stink. 
and not back. They Mike were, Anderson's gonna. Mike Anderson's the answer. Like, come on. They might not have ever been here, let alone how, how are they back? Is it not a hit? They're not even. They've never been here. I mean, I wasn't even really alive when the last time St. John's was back. Like my my memory of St. John's being good is Ron Artest. Oh yeah, that's right. Like, they, maybe they made it to a Sweet Sixteen. Maybe Artest. Yeah. Who was uh, who, was before, who was before our test? What was his name? Felipe Eric Lopez. Eric Barkley. Eric Barkley. Oh, Felipe Lopez. Okay. That's like. And a, they weren't even movie. really that good in the nineties. Like by the nineties, it was just UConn and Syracuse and Georgetown, Nova. Yeah. It's really the eighties. It's 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 been almost forty years for him. Like enough. Yeah. They don't yeah, even play games that they don't even play that many games at the Garden anymore. I think. Yeah, because they don't play any games that matter. Nobody, nobody cares to see them anymore. Yeah, the people want to be good because that's the New York City team, and like they're you know that Queens first place of basketball or you yeah, know whatever. They just, yeah, they they do a bad job recruiting. Maybe just a shitty school in general, kind of like Seton Hall. <laughs> it's like a it's a poor man Seton Hall. I mean, Seen Hall's done a little more than St. John's. Yeah, no, yeah. That's Willard has done decent recruiting. That's for sure. He's gotten some guys that maybe he that normally they might normally have not have gotten. He gets pretty good classes. Yeah. So good good week for the Big East. Yeah. All right. All right. Good stuff. Um yeah, I don't I, I, I'm gonna stay away from the war talk. But uh, I will. I'll, I'll I'll give you my war input. Well, I was have gonna... you seen? Have you seen? Oh, okay, go ahead. Well, I was going to give like the sports slant. Oh, okay. Two sports stories I saw. Not obviously the sports stuff is secondary. Actually, the one, the first one is about the Klitschko brothers. They're gonna go. They're gonna fight for the for Ukraine. They're actually gonna go there. Well, one of them is the mayor of uh, the capital. <laughs> <laughs> Vitaly, yeah, Vitaly, yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna fight apparently for in the war. Wow, an American politician would never fight. <sighs> no, American politicians just love bombing from except Bill, except uh, Thomas Whitmore, Independence Day. That's the only one. All right, fictional yes. American politicians. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, a, a politician is somebody who who either never would never see war or like was in a war and then used that to get status and then become an elected official. But nobody Yeah, ever, and there really hasn't been one of those since Eisenhower or maybe the first Oh, Bush, I mean as I far as as far as like that high of an office, yeah. But there are people in the Senate and stuff. Yeah. And uh the other the only other one with the sports land is that uh uh, teams are supposed to play in Russia for the World Cup, and they want out. Like they don't want to play in Russia, so they're 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 trying to get FIFA to say move these. Wait, the World out. Cup is this summer? Yeah, I don't think it's in the summer. I think it might have been pushed. It maybe it is this summer, but yeah, they, they got qualifiers coming up, and I think Poland was one of the teams that was supposed to play in Russia um, for the qualifier, and a couple other teams. So they're angling to get it, that pulled out of uh, get pulled out of Russia. I mean, Poland, you know, they know what it's like being invaded. 
been there. Yeah. Sore spot. Yeah. All right. Well, give me your, uh, give me your war take. Well, first off, I can't for weeks now, every time I hear Ukraine, I can't help but think of the Seinfeld episode. Ukraine is weak. You know, <laughs> Newman and Kramer playing Risk on the on the subway. Yeah, great it's game. Like I can't. I I tried to do the adult thing and like read up on this, and it's just like I'm halfway through an article, and it just sounds like a fucking Star Wars synopsis. I feel like I'm reading the 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 print, whatever you call that shit before Star Wars. Yeah, it's... Like, it's what is this? Did the, did the stormtroopers in, uh, take over the Millennium Falcon? Like, what the fuck is going on? It is, uh, it's pretty bleak. And, yeah, the reasons are vague. And, I mean, the, the whole thing, like, a week ago, they're like, oh, people are drumming up hysteria. This is crazy. Like, don't, we're not, we're not trying to do anything. And, like, of course, a week later dropping bombs on these people so yeah just don't don't fucking listen to the goddamn russians about what they're doing can't can't trust yeah, that wasn't, as far as you can throw them yeah that wasn't really my take my take was because no, no, i didn't no, I was, finish the article yeah was you see sean penn yeah <laughs> he was over Boots there on the ground yeah talk about yeah something american politician would never do he's over there uh i guess he was over there filming uh for a documentary to begin with you know, I don't know if it was intentionally. Is he going to stick around, you think? I don't know. He was at some, like, briefing or whatever. It's a fucking maniac. Yeah. He's a lunatic, man. He's a lunatic, but he's just so cool. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, uh, I heard some report today. And it was like a reporter from the New York Times and she was giving her, she's over there and she was giving like her uh, like verbal reporting on what was going on basically. And she was like sighing all the time. Like, Oh, I can't believe this is happening. And Oh, it's really sad to see. And I'm like, you idiot. You chose to go over there and cover a fucking possible invasion. Like, I don't want to hear about like your feelings. Like, I know you're fucking scared, but I mean, you chose to go there. So there's got to be some sense of adventure in your heart. Like, let's yeah. like, let, let me hear about, I know your nerves are going, your adrenaline's going, get into it. Don't fucking sit there and cower on the, like for effect on the, on this. I mean, you chose to be there. You could have very easily stayed home and written obituaries or something. You wanted to cover a fucking war. You're in the war zone. I want a fucking lunatic recovering on it. I don't want a fucking sympathetic person look you know looking for me to i don't know cower my boots my morning commute like what do you want me to do yeah it's real hard to be cool too when you're like a for the cause person but Penn just he just (laughs) transcends everything he just goes against everything you know what i mean like bono i hear bono open his mouth i want to puke i don't even think i don't think Penn is Penn for the cause or he just wants to get i i feel like he is maybe I'm just going by like oh, Family Guy making fun of him, which I think he maybe even voiced himself on Family Guy. I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> there was some episode I saw recently, uh, but he, he I thought he was kind of like one of those guys who no. is into current events or I think Penn could I, Penn could make me do anything. I think he's also just like a 
well, okay, we'll come back to that. But uh, I think it also looks like this kind of some kind of adrenaline junkie or something. Because I mean, he interviewed El Chapo. Like he went to some bunker to interview El Chapo. That guy fucking slaughtered civilians like for fun. Like I don't like I don't know how much could, for the cause can he be? <laughs> I mean, if he's not about bringing some ruthless uh, cartel leader to the justice. I mean, I'm not <laughs> maybe sure he's just into current for. events more than he is like wants to save the that's pandas fair. or something. That's fair. Yeah, he wants to. Yeah, he wants to co- cover it in a certain way. Yeah, you know what? I mean, he was he was friends with uh, Hunter Thompson. He might just be a little bit of a Gonzo guy. Oh, okay. He just wants to. He maybe he wants to just get his nails, his fingernails dirty a little bit, like Hunter. That makes sense. Then you no, think I mean, Penn I'm, is strapped? You think he's strapped? Uh, yeah, for sure. Gotta be. Yeah. If you're in the fucking Ukraine right now, he's got he's got a couple weapons on him. I'm sure. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Some sort of knife. You gotta have some sort of knife. Yeah, Hunter went to Vietnam. It's like it's not it's not well circulated, like articles. It's not like you know his other stuff. But I mean, he was in Vietnam for a, for a little bit of a stretch during the war. Yeah, covered it a little bit. Yeah. Damn, that's even that's crazier. Yeah, that's but, way crazier yeah. than the Ukraine right now. Well, yeah, at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was like in the city, though. He wasn't like in the jungle, I don't think. Oh, okay. Still crazy. Well, still, it's still yeah. a little close for comfort. Yes. They should have like a world. You know how they have the world's sexiest man? They should have world's coolest man. Like Penn, is, I think he's top three. Wow. Who's cooler than Sean Penn? When I saw that article in that picture, I was just like, I was, I was like, man. Made me want to be in Ukraine for like three seconds, but then was, you know. was the picture of him in the bomber jacket with the shades on? I don't know what it was. It was just made me want a cigarette. Haven't had one in That's, years. I'm like, I would, I would love to chain smoke a pack of Marlboros with Trump Penn <laughs> right now. Just fucking walking through Ukraine, bulletproof vest or some shit. I don't know. Camera. I'll film him. I'll be his cameraman. I don't care. Yeah, there's a picture of him with Hunter. Uh, what are you drinking? Uh, he's got some. So it was obviously guys. years ago. Penn was younger, a lot younger. Well, and Hunter was alive as well. So well, yeah. When did he kill himself? Was it nine uh, eleven? I think it was no, no, seventeen years ago, uh, like last week. Oh. Um, oh, it was February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I don't know. It's a couple things. Orange juice probably has something in them. It looks like a Bloody Mary in front of them. It look, it's, it's a hectic breakfast table. There's more than one glass. There's an ice bucket. And there's a... Yep, there's a cigarette ashtray. And Sean Penn has one of the worst hats you'll ever see on. But whatever. It's fine. Um... The picture I saw of Penn, there was a couple. There's one where he's got an army helmet on and a bulletproof vest. Oh, okay. And there, flag jacket. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's one where he's just he's got shades on. He looks like he might be sleeping. Yeah, that's the um Is he in the airport? What is he? No, that's that's like the that's like a press event. Oh, he just arrived there. I thought he had been there previously. 
No, he's like entering the madness willingly right now. Yeah. yeah. Wild man. Yeah, he's going full uh, Gonzo. I love it. That's phenomenal. Got to get. We should get all our crazy Americans over. Like Henry, get Henry Rollins over there. You sold. You sold me. You know, I saw the picture of him at the press conference thing. I thought it was cool. I didn't think anything of it. And now I got this Hunter connection. I'm sold on him. I'm all in. I'm all in on Penn. Give me the live stream of Penn. Coolest, coolest man alive. Oh my god, I, I would watch that. I'd be into it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be into it too. I'm all coolest for man, coolest man in the world, man. I don't who is yeah. I mean there's gotta be somebody else in the competition. No, I can't I know I can't think of anybody else. Yeah, I feel well, like I, athletes should be disqualified because like uh, who's like the who I think like the guys you would say that kind of fit the bill are like the Pitts and the Clooney's, but Penn has the, like a little edge to him that those guys don't have. No, nah, yeah, nah, like yeah. Pitt acts it, but he like Leo, actually like Leo's it. cool. Leo's cool, but he's got but... no edge to him. Yeah, nah, he, yeah. he's very Hollywood now. I mean, he's cool. Yeah. I think I'd hang out with him. <sighs> yeah, it would have some benefits. Yeah, <laughs> but no, yeah, Penn no. is just Penn's Penn seems like a guy who just keeps it real. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Very also, just, rare in Hollywood. Just, just not does not give a single fuck. He interviewed El Chapo. That's crazy. Which I forgot Hollywood. all about that. What else did he, he did something else too? Did he did he do something with oh, what did he do? I, I thought I thought there's one other thing kind of nutty that he did. But yeah, he, yeah, he went to like some underground bunker, an undisclosed location to interview El Chapo. Like it's crazy. He's taking advantage of being Sean Penn. I mean, all celebrities do it. You know, they use their advantages, whether it's to get into the Viper room or to get into this club or this exclusive club. Sean Penn uses his privilege to interview El Chapo, drug lords. It's crazy. Yeah, it's the way to do it. Yeah, I'm all in. I'm all in on the Sean Penn story now. Thanks. But he he does stuff for... um, Vice, I don't know if it's Vice like on HBO or Vice on the Vice channel or whatever, but that's stuff for Vice, I guess. Oh, is that right? Yeah, Vice had a, had a good chance to be. Actually, I saw something cool on Vice the other day, but uh, Vice had, could have been a lot cooler, I think. And they kind of end up just kind of being, yeah, kind of, kind of soft, spineless. Did they? At least the channel. The only thing, the only thing I've watched on Vice is they do these uh, behind the wrestling documentaries. Oh, okay. Like the, the, like the not like the ones that they don't want you to know about. Nice. Yeah, Jimmy old, Snuka murdered his girlfriend thirty years ago or forty good years ones. ago. The good ones, yeah. Right. They don't, you're not going to get Vince McMahon talking about these stories. Right. 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 Oh, Chris okay. Benoit. That one. Oh, that one is ugly. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many wrestlers there are that are just fucking lunatics. Would not be surprised (laughs) in the least bit. Now, what I saw was um, Two Chains, the some show where he just goes and examples like expensive shit. And it was a weed episode. And it was him and Tommy Chong. Oh, shit. Who was the comedian? I forget who the comedian was. And they went to like, it, it was a weed dinner so all the food mm-hmm. was either made with weed products or like infused with weed or like 
whatever. It's one of the spices on it. Like chicken wings were like $20 a wing. That's how much weed they're using. And it was, it was just, I can't possibly recreate it, but they were stoned out of their mind. And like just the, the conversation between the three of them that they had on camera was one of the funniest things you'll ever see on TV. It was too funny. That was like three minutes of gold. Tommy Chong was, like, Tommy Chong was maybe the coolest one there. Like he, like obviously a professional, been smoking for seventy years. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy Chong's pretty cool. Yeah, he's no Sean Penn, but no, 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 no. And, he, and he's a <laughs> completely different category. You know, the weed category. Yeah. And two changes was stoned out of his mind. I forget. The comedian was like silly high. Uh. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it's, it, I, I'm not saying go search it out or anything, but uh, that's that's what's on. It's two two chain sampling really expensive stuff is not like my idea of which what would have been on the Vice Channel when it came out like 20 years ago. Is that how long ago it was? Mm, I don't know. Maybe not quite 20, but it's been a while. I have the I have the Vice Channel. I feel like it's in the rotation. Uh, but I don't even know. Oh, Hannibal Burris was the was the comedian on there. He was. Ah, oh, he's all right. Yeah, I mean, when he's he's eating twenty dollar weed chicken wings and uh, weed crab legs, it was, it was he was high off his balls. It was funny as hell. <laughs> Hannibal Burris was doing Cosby jokes before it was public. Well, I think people always kind of had an idea about Cosby. There's always kind of rumors and rumblings. So, right. So maybe it wasn't public, but I think people knew, especially in that circle, knew something was up. Because it was so much easier. It was so much easier to just be a scumbag in, uh, 40 years ago before the internet. <laughs> it's like, ah, there was like, you'd always hear things, but. Well, I mean, Cosby didn't even come to light because of the internet, though, right? Or maybe it just went wide because of the internet. Yeah, things take on a life of them of their own though. Once people get a hold of it, once yeah. it's hashtagged, he had like dozens and dozens of women. That's a little. It's not like it's, it's almost like Larry Nasser status. I know, but it didn't come out until he was. I mean, how old was called seventies? Yeah, but I mean, he 80s. Was still, but, but he was also think about the 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 leverage. I don't even know if it was leverage, but just the, the status the guy held in the eighties. The guy was a giant. America's grandpa basically yeah yeah who the fuck knew it's i mean there's a lot of people that probably 42 women in hannibal burris yeah yes you say who knew but oh Uh, yeah so a lot lot of people a lot of people a lot of people probably were close to him had ideas but they probably relied on him for their livelihood right for their jobs or careers they're not gonna say yeah. They're not, they're not gonna, but there and there's even stories that came out that he was a fucking weird guy, like to his staff and some people, like just a power trippy sort of guy, just a jerk off kind of. It's very strange because you know you can't trust a guy doing Jello commercials. <laughs> Who are you gonna it trust? Was, it was such a the and the show itself. It wasn't like edgy at all. It wasn't like. There was no dirty jokes in it. It was very, very uh, yeah. The show kind of lulled everyone to sleep a little yeah. bit. And it was, you know, it was always a lesson in it. It was always about, you know, I don't know, family and sticking together and all that kind of shit. And yeah, that the, the yeah really lulled you to sleep is right because it, it, compared to, 
I mean, anything that came after it, it was, I don't know what the word is, but it just was uh, so cookie cutter. You know, yeah. They were, they were American dolls, you know, and, and, and not just, you know, uh, to African Americans, to white people too. Everybody loved the Cosby's. It wasn't like everyone wasn't loved like, Cosby. Oh yeah, yeah. it wasn't For like sure. a, it wasn't in its you know kind of in its uh, demographic there. Everybody no. flocked to old Cosby. And now look, Simpsons still going, no trouble. There's a whole thing. You know, are you Simpsons or are you Cosby? Because they're on. They were like head to head at some point. Is that true? Yeah, and the Simpsons were like you know the rash family or ugly or disgusting and there's the cosby's wholesome uh you know sweater wearing loving and here's the simpsons uh, not one controversy with the simpsons outside of apu and uh <laughs> and that's really it <laughs> they have to they have to give the axe to apu yeah well i don't know if somebody's i don't know if somebody's somebody else is voicing him but hank is, is hank area voicing him yeah, but he also voices 90 other characters in the show. So right, he's yeah. Mo. Yeah. Yeah, so he'll be fine. Until, yeah, uh, disfigured bartenders start marching. <laughs> Do they have a new guy behind the counter in 7-Eleven? I have no idea. It's Quickie Mart. I have no idea. Oh, Quickie Mart. Yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I know they addressed it when it first happened. It got some heat for how they addressed it. And then... It, I don't know how they handled it once they took the character away from him. I have no idea. I haven't seen that yet. It's too bad. Couldn't they have kept Apu and just give like given him a different? Maybe he's an Uber driver now, or is that I mean, bad too? I I just don't like I don't like I don't like it. I mean, I don't, that's what I'm saying. You meet people in the middle. Like we're not getting rid of the character, but he's not going to own the cookie bar anymore. No, well, I don't. I think it was no. It was the fact that he was uh, a white voice actor playing an Indian guy. Oh, I didn't problem. even think of that. Yeah, that was the problem. I just thought it was like a, a stereotype. I didn't that know might, it was a that, white guy. That might. I think driving the cab would be just as bad. By the way, <laughs> Uber, Uber XL. Come on, <laughs> he's doing well. Uh, but uh, I don't. I don't like the. I don't like that. I don't like taking making actors. Like have to be their own. I mean, like I use the Italian thing all the time. I mean, nobody's complaining. James Con. I mean, the Sopra <laughs> like the Sopranos movie came out, and like half those guys aren't Italian, and they were terrible, and nobody was marching and like, oh, that guy shouldn't play John Bernthal, shouldn't play or whatever, shouldn't play an Italian because he's not Italian. Like it's just all right, didn't work. Okay, they just sucked. On to the next one. But I mean, like, we're right. well, yeah, and there's always, you know, there's a ton of Australian English actors. Every show I watch is to chick on Ozark. Yeah. Tom Holland. English. Tom Holland plays Spider Man. That guy's from England. Spider Man's from fucking, from fucking Queens. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, bro. Uh, yeah, it just, it's really such a bad president for me. Like, when Brian Cranston, I think Bill Burr talks about this. Brian Cranston yeah. is kind of cripple. And the and people were like were like, well, Cripple should play Cripple. I'm like, well, if he was as famous as fucking Brian Cranston or as talented as Brian Cranston, I mean, the movie wants to make some kind of money. They don't always want to be like this cause, you know. So you can put Brian Cranston in the motherfucker and get some eyeballs on it. Yeah. Uh, if we're all just gonna play who we uh, are, then I mean, pretty fucking the whole boring. form of acting is is kind of gone. 
Yeah, exactly. Everybody could be in one movie, and that's it about themselves. Yeah, everybody play themselves. Yeah, it's uh, Truman, yeah, Truman it's, Show. Yes, unknowingly playing themselves. So whatever. I don't think maybe it's controversial. I don't. I don't really see it as that. I. I also think that you know, nobody should be. Everybody should have every opportunity, but also it's a very small club. That's a completely talented, famous actor that can make money for a movie. So I mean, like, if you work your way into it, it's fine. But I mean, there's only going to be a half dozen to a, to ten or fifteen, maybe, totally famous actors who can be in any movie. I haven't heard anybody complain about Hamilton. <laughs> no, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least, at least not about the, uh, you know the factuality of it. I'm going to go ahead and say there are people that don't like it and will never see it because of a black guy plays Hamilton. Uh, not just, I think the whole cast and like the rapping and all this kind of, I am sure there's people who just despise it. Sure of it. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, yeah. I'm sure there's people that don't like it because of that. I don't think I would go see, uh, anything on Broadway about Alexander Hamilton. That's my stance. (laughs) I I, I don't think you could really draw me in. I don't know. The Alexander Hamilton story. Eh, I mean, just give me, get me to the end where he kills Aaron or Aaron Burr kills him. Yeah. Get me to the duel. Get me to the duel. It's like Titanic. Just, we know what's going to happen. Let's, I want to see the duel. Well, Unless there's a titty, then we'll slow down for the titty. Yeah, it's a lot harder to get to the titties back in the 17, 18, what was it, 1801 he died? I don't even know. There were God, titties. You bring back duels, man. I'm so pro duel. Oh, duels and just, there's a lot of things you got to bring back. Why do you want to bring the duel back? Because it would be awesome. I'd pay good money, pay per view to see politicians duel. Oh, oh, that's a nice angle. Yeah, I like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I want, oh. I want it to be politicians doing, like not you know your everyday blue collar worker. Okay, all right. I like that. Government shutdown. All right, you got seventy two hours to figure it out, or else your top guy is dueling with this top guy. Oh man, we weed out. It'd be so a many. great way to get rid of. It'd be a great way to get rid of like these dinosaurs too. It'd be, it'd be excellent, I think. <laughs> too slow on the draw. Yeah, you got either. All right, then retri- retire. Your uh, trigger game ain't what it used to be. Yep, I like. You got to retire. Let's see. Yeah, let's see how. Let's really see how uh, dedicated you are to the cause. I can't stand when I see old politicians. I'm an ageist, bro. I don't care. Oh, yeah. It's gross, man. It pisses me off, too. I hate it myself. Go play with your grandkids, you fucking sack of shit. Power-hungry cocksucker. They look like they're melting half of them. Yeah, what the fuck do you know about what it is? Like, I'm 39. I don't know what it's like to be 20. So I can't imagine the seven-year-old knows what it's like to be 40. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not even close. No, I have no fucking idea. It's like you barely know how to use an iPhone. You're making decisions for the public. Yeah, get out of here, man. Yeah, let somebody just get out of there. I'm I'm I am also a political ageist. Big time. Yeah, no, the last election drove me nuts, man. Just a couple of seven year old dudes hanging Combined on. Combined age, yeah. Hanging on for dear life. Trump is talking like uh, you know, a maniac, just lunatic at whatever Sunday dinner. 
Biden mumbling through his diapers and shit. Like it's fucking, it's crazy. Mumbling, stumbling, yeah. bumbling. Yeah. yeah. What are we doing, man? Why are these, why are these two old fucks the best we can do? Give me somebody with some vibrance to him, some life to him. But Sean Penn. Give me, oh, no, nah, I don't want to ruin Sean Penn by getting into politics. No. He might ruin politics. That would be, yeah. You know what? You talk about like getting the outsider in there, Penn's the guy. This is the pro Sean Penn podcast, the most pro Sean Penn podcast maybe ever in the, out in the world that we're going to be putting out here. Yeah. You know, I also, I like, uh, I just, I like the idea of dragging a politician through town square and like maybe doing a little tar and feather on them. There needs to be consequences that like uh, there needs to be consequences. I feel like something like that where like, if you don't do a good job or if you fuck up, something bad needs to happen to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause all these guys get off scot-free for anything. There are no, there it's the exact are opposite of consequences. It's the yeah. exact opposite. There's nothing that happens. Right. They can push the limit of everything and almost none of them get, I wouldn't say less than 1% of them get any kind of trouble for it. Right, they got to end up getting caught, you know, in a hotel room with like a Boy Scout or something to get in any trouble. Yeah, seriously, smoking pot or something. I think that's a real story. I don't know. I remember who uh, it was mayor some, of like, Republican mayor, Pennsylvania or something. Mayor, mayor of DC got caught smoking crack with a hooker, and I think they reelected him. <laughs> yeah, I think we well, talked about that before. Yeah, maybe he's. 12-step program? I don't know. Crack with a hooker is tough. Yeah, she might It's be a like, double. Like, you can't, you get, you can spin it one way if it was just crack or just the hooker. Crack and hooker. Oh, let's see. Oh, yeah, Mary and Barry. Equals re-election. Mary and Barry. Rest in peace. Um, let's see. Okay. This is from, uh, his obituary. Oh, no. Okay, yes. Uh, Marion Barry died in 78. Four-term D.C. mayor was the most powerful local politician of his generation. Okay. This one. Oh, didn't they base what's-his-face on him in the wire? Oh, yeah. Uh, who? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, was it Royce? I don't remember. I'm sure they did. I mean, this. I mean, this guy was. Oh yeah, there's video of it and everything, man. In 1990, Mr. Barry was arrested on drug charges in a sting by the FBI and DC police, after having been lured. That's a curious way to put it. To a Washington hotel room by a woman with whom he previously had an amorous relationship. Ah, uh, entrapment. Bitch, set me up. He muttered aloud as he was being played, placed under arrest. <laughs> The comment was captured on FBI videotapes of the sting and broadcast on television, and it would endure as a signature phrase in Mr. Barry's vocal legacy. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Bitch set me up. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. Yeah, he completed drug and alcohol. Wire and shit. He completed drug and alcohol rehabilitation program, served six months in federal prison, then used then used the experience of his political advantage as a platform in his improbable comeback bid for elected office. Who I mean, he had so much time to think about his game plan when he was in the can. Who to trust, who not to trust, yes. 
Who can better help our city recover than someone who himself has gone through recovery? He asked. Oh, genius. There's an Oklahoma senator that got caught in the hotel room with the boy. It's in Pennsylvania. Oh, how old was he? Oh, the boy. Apparently it was 17. I thought it was younger. Still quite disturbing. Body cam footage. Yeah. Met off Craigslist. Oh. See, you want that guy? And he was (laughs) – the senator was 35. I was going to say he was an old fuck, but still. How old was he? Only 35. No. What's he doing these days? Did he reelect him? Probably Oklahoma. Sooner. Was this guy's name Ralph? I mean, I hope he's in jail, but – Man, let me hear Ralph your best, shorty. Let me hear your best bitch set me up. Bitch set me up. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Did he, did he think he, or maybe you think he did it maybe more defeated, like bitch set me up. Uh, or was it an aggressive? I gotta go. I gotta say it's a little aggressive. Let's see, I got the Oh, Ralph Shorty. I got it going right here. How much you want to bet this oh, guy? Oh, it's pretty good, man. He, he drops a goddamn in there. <laughs> Is actual? Oh, they have actual footage of it. Oh yeah, body cam. It's pretty good. The 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 audio of it's pretty good. It's not like a crazy video or anything, but uh. <laughs> Oh, I do think you see him doing. I think you do see him doing crack, though. But yeah, Damn. I was I was watching when the feds got him. He got something you just never hear: crack, politician, DC, right? Man. You do hear it. I mean, I'd rather hear crack than boy. True, that's fair. You you hear boy a lot though. Oh, I'd I'd rather hear crack. I don't want to hear anything. Yeah, crack's more respectable. Yeah. Crack's more respectable. Absolutely. And that's where the world, that's where crack is more respectable, is in the political world. That's where we are with politicians. Give me the cracked out politician. I don't want, I don't want somebody with boys. I don't want anybody that's got a Facebook account. No. Yeah, no. Rather hear crack than Facebook. <laughs> 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 any social media crack over any social media yeah, yeah seriously give up your social media pick up a pipe <laughs> that's my new i want a t-shirt get rid of social media pick up a pipe yeah lay the pipe <laughs> oh that's a different t-shirt <laughs> lay off the facebook lay the pipe do politicians have Facebook? They, I don't, I don't even know what's going on. on Everybody Facebook. loves Facebook. I think Facebook is fucking huge. Meta, we're, we're really, well, maybe not Meta, <laughs> but, I, but I don't know. I have no idea. It's uh, we're in the minority, man. We really are. Like our group, like I know there's a few of us that don't have it, but I really think we're in the minority. There's a so many people on. Let me see how many. 
Yeah, I've tried. I've tried to. Uh, well, I mean, I'm I'm off most social media. Like, I don't do. Uh, like, I don't even know what TikTok is. I just know it's not for. I can just tell by the name and the spelling of TikTok. It's not for me. Fair enough. So I'm not gonna force it. Uh, like Snapchat, I had for a little bit. I got rid of that. Uh, I mean, Instagram, we have the, the the Sunday Poor, but I don't even really go on that. It's just really Twitter. It's been a while since I've been on there. It's just uh, Twitter, really. Two but Twitter's, point. I use it for its good. It's a running newspaper. Two. I would not have figured, find out about Sean Penn without Twitter. That's why you have it, for the Sean Penn information. Yeah. 2.9 billion Facebook users. 2.9 <laughs> billion. I mean, I get the good of it. You know, it keeps people in touch. Yeah, but only like 0.1% of those are doing any good. Correct. I, I'm just saying there are some cases where uh, this person moved across the country. I mean, pick up a fucking phone know, already. Text messages. Yeah. Or do what we do, man. You know what? We used to complain. When I lived in New York, we used to say uh, we hated texting, right? Like it was like when Texas first started taking off, we're like, no, no more texting. And I, we used to like, I used to like call you every once in a while. We talk for a little bit, talk about the Nets or the Yanks, whatever. Mm hmm. And now we hardly talk during the week. Now we talk on the show and, you know, we'll talk before, we'll talk a little after or whatever, but we don't really socialize as much as we used to because of the show. We know we're, we're going to talk. I don't think we're saving stuff for the show, but it's just like, you know, nothing's that urgent. If we had to talk, right. we would talk. But, uh, you know, we get our fill here. <laughs> That's the best right way to put it. Yeah, this is like the, this is the phone call. Yeah. And only better. I don't know why it's better, <laughs> but it is. It's better. Yeah. Right. Because then, because you're invited, you're invited into our world as the listener. You're invited in. Everybody's welcome. And it's like a party. Right. That only it's we can Life talk. lessons. A lot of life lessons. Too. Yeah. Pop, just pop up out of nowhere. Yeah. Not, sure, not right here. Not right here, though. <laughs> that was no, not, I, that's not a segue to anything we had. I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm sure there was a couple this week, but I said I, I don't make mental notes anymore of people's behavior because there's just too much. I see. I pulled in I, the the gas station thing happened to me this morning. I pulled in behind the guy, and he and I was behind him going to the same side, and he stopped at the first pump, and I was right behind him. It's crazy. It's crazy. It ludicrous. I had to go. I turned on the other side. The guy was oblivious. Did you, did you motherfuck him a little bit? I motherfucked him. Uh, yeah, I was in a rush. I didn't. I was going to fuck with him on the way out, but I was done before him. I was gonna like just stop behind him and let him, like as he was backing up to leave, I was gonna be right there so he couldn't back up. But I had to go. So unfortunately, I couldn't. I tried. I tried giving benefit of the doubt because he had a truck. I'm like maybe he thought he couldn't fit in, but then I looked. I'm like he's got plenty of fucking room. To fit yeah. In. So yeah, it was yeah. Crazy, terrible. Um, but yeah, I know I know other ones this week I can think of. I mean, normal ones like when I'm pulling out of my dog's daycare, yeah. I take a right, and there's a light right there. Yeah, and like if you're approaching a red light, you you would just let someone go out of the parking lot, right? Instead of yeah. instead of blocking their way out. No, probably not. You wouldn't let someone out. No, I'm I'm driving. Why am I gonna Why am I gonna stop? You're gonna block. You're gonna block the intersection. 
Yeah, why do you get to go first? Well, if I'm taking a left, if someone's taking a left, you wouldn't block it. Oh, yeah, no. Okay, I'm sorry, I thought you are turning right to the light. You're turning left away from the light? Well, he doesn't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to get out. Is your, was your blinker on? Uh, I think I was going left. Away from the light. Yeah, away. I'm letting someone out either way. Now, I'm not very courteous with that. I worry about the people behind me, not about the people in front of me. Because it happens, to me, it happens to me all the time. It fucking drives me nuts. If I'm driving and the guy in front of me slows down to let some other asshole go, I'm like, you just slowed me up and everybody fucking behind you. Why do you care about this shithead coming out of a parking lot? We got 10 people behind you. What about us? Are you going to be courteous for one guy because he doesn't give you the wave? Like, just because you're not looking at my fucking face? And then, I mean, if there's a red light though involved, you're not you're not getting anywhere any slower. I'm not, or anybody, I'm not letting anybody get in front of me at a red light. No, I'll let you go if you're going the other way. Blinkers on, you're you're inching out. You're going the other way. Nobody's coming. I'll let you go. But I'm not letting. Right. I'm if I'm going to be stopping right at the red light. Yeah, I'll do that. But if you're turning right into my light where I'm going, where I'm driving to, I'm not letting you. There's chances right. are you're not. Most people are more courteous than you because usually I'm, I'm, not, I'm taking I'm a, it right there. You're out of, you're coming to have a parking lot. Okay. I'm, dr- I'm driving along, minding my own business. You're coming out of a parking but lot. But then what if someone's coming brakes? from the, what if someone's coming from the other way that needs to turn into, into the parking lot? It, it seems. You're clogging up shit. Well, that seems like a, it, it's a weird spot for the parking lot exit and entrance to be. No, it's not. It could be. There's. You see if these all all over the place. Main streets. If it's right at a light. If it's right at a light. Any main street in town you, has these if types I'm the of scenarios. Fir- if I'm the first person at a light, I'm blocking the entrance. No, like you're like the. I'd say like three or four deep, maybe three. Yeah. No, I'm not letting. I'm not letting a car out in front of me. I already got two then cars. You're causing in- all kinds of traffic. No, you are by by jumping into the in, into traffic. You wait your turn. Wait until it clears up. You're in a parking lot. I'm I'm driving in the flow of traffic. You're in a parking lot. You're gonna wait. There should be a gap left. There should be a general understanding that there's a gap left, so that somebody could pull oh, out. I, and I, in. No, no. I go past. I go past. This, I go past a parking lot every day. I'm way to work. And you're backed up, and if if somebody in front of me lets a car out, I'm gonna catch that light. I'm gonna catch that light. So why do I gotta fucking wait? Cause you look, cause you gotta be curious to this guy, this guy coming out of the parking lot. No, 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 no. But if they're taking a left, you're letting them go. Yeah, cause there's nobody else coming. I'll let them come out there. Yeah, if I but see. But what it. if you? What if he? What if he makes you catch the light then? No, no, no. You're still only, slowing only, it up. You're no, still- only if only if it's only if, only if my light is red. And he's got his blinker on, and there's nobody coming in my in the other direction. So he's not like coming out and staying in the middle of the lane. Oh, if your light's green, you're not letting anyone out. That's yeah. If your light's no, no, green, no. you're not letting him out. Right. So yeah, if it's red, he says blinker on. It's a judgment call. If, if I think he's gonna make it, yeah, I'll let him out. Okay. But if there's people behind me, man, I'm not gonna slow. This guy's behind me. We've been driving along these these roads for a few minutes. I don't think you're that worried about the people behind you. I think it's just yourself. No, man. I am worried about people behind me. I do because nobody ever gives a shit about the people behind you. If 
by letting somebody else out in front of you, you're slowing other people behind you. Why am I going to be courteous to this guy in front of me who's, who's coming out, just happened to be coming out of a parking lot, whatever he was, errand he was running or whatever it is, he's coming out of a parking lot. Why don't I let him go and slow up somebody else behind me that's been driving along all this time? I do. It is about the people behind me. And it is because I've been the person in the back a couple, you know, a few times where I've been fucked. And I've caught that light. So why is this guy's time more important than that guy's time? It's not. It's just common yeah. courtesy. Yeah, but no, no, no. It's rules of the road. It's not courtesy. What is this? We're going to drive with your feelings? No, 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 no. Courtesy. But courtesy is not, let, not, not slowing up. So I can let this guy go, and maybe the guy behind me rams into me from behind. It's not, it's not common courtesy. It's, uh, it's asking for an accident. All right, so now I know I'm just going to put the left blinker on if I see you coming, going left. All right. Now turn left. And if you don't, fucking running off the road. Yeah, then I'm getting T-boned, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. I have very strong opinions on that, obviously. I thought you were a big don't block the – don't block the uh... – No, if you're coming out – no, no, don't – an intersection, different story. Don't block, you know, stay back. If you have, like, let's say you got – you're at a – you have a, a green light intersection, four-way intersection, and up ahead in front of you there's a straightaway and another light, and that's red – and those cars are backed up all the way, you do not go into intersection until there's motion ahead of you. Because then that's how a gridlock starts. So I'm oh, hanging, I have a big I'm, one of those. Yeah, I have a I'm big hanging, one of those. I'm, ha- I'm hanging back at the green light, waiting for that red light up ahead to turn green. So I don't end up blocking the people to my left and to my right. It's so bad around the corner from me where I work that people just go through red lights. I like that too. <laughs> I, I, yeah, red lights to me are uh... the, the intersection. You talk about the intersection where there's like a big X that you're not supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. it's like a yeah. it's like a square with a big X in it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Nobody obeys that. Nobody. Well, I mean, uh, as it's long as a you're nightmare. Any, as long as you're not fucking with anybody else, that's really what matters. <laughs> Everyone's getting fucked. Everyone gets fucked. Yeah, see, that's a problem. I mean, yeah, it's just there's too many people is what it comes down to. Yes. Common problem. We gotta get rid of people. IQ tests or something. IQ tests to reproduce. That's what it comes down to. Mm, oh man. Well, a lot of people with nine kids who would never have passed. They've been sniffing. Well, they're grandfathered in. We're not going to take your kids away. They would have been well. Maybe if, one if you want number ten, yeah, that's the type of fucking infringement I want. Yeah, <laughs> <sighs> okay, IQ test is the way to go. Oh God, yeah. You got to pick and make you pick your partner wisely. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, it depends. If you don't want kids, just pick a real dummy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bingo. I think you got it. I think we got it figured out. 
Oh man, but think about it. Think about all the dumb kids out there we would have done without. We would have grown up without. The world would be so much oh, better. God, so much better. Because that's yeah. really what it comes down to. It's just idiots. They just multiply, literally. Yeah, why are these dummies? Uh, yeah, because the smart people are like, you know what? We can only really deal with, you know, one or two or three. We can't yeah, like they, they two or three. And they kind of balance it out financially. Like, hey, we can only afford this many right, kids. Yeah. The, the dummies can't do math. They can't do two plus two. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? It's whatever God wants. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's God's Trigger. will. It's God's will. You only happen to know the exact moment, like, in, like uh, it happens. Like, you only you know the exact moment. Where conception happens, you know exactly what it need, what needs to happen for for it to work. And there's an egg, and there's a sperm, but it's God's will. No, motherfucker, you decided to fuck on the three days that yeah you get that bitch getting pregnant. Bitch set me up. Bitch set me up. <laughs> a lot of bitch sets me up. Yep. It's not God's fault. You're a horny fuck, man. That's just science. Yeah. Yeah. Really. That's yeah. well, not, not an excuse to have. I mean, it's because you needed to get one off. Doesn't mean you got to have another kid. Jesus. Good luck getting that through. Oh, man. Yeah, we, there should be this. You would think like natural selection by this point in time would have made like a, some portion of the population eunuchs, but here we are. Everybody's, no. got, everybody's got working organs. It's a shame. <laughs> It's a damn shame. It is. It is. So, all right. Well, amazingly, we got through a show, man. We didn't think we were going to make it. Yeah. Here, here we are. To, uh, thank you to Sean Penn, the Big East. and man, uh, Really? You're really going all in on the Penn thing. We'll have to, he probably doesn't have social media. I don't think he'll ever hear this. Good. Even better. <laughs> That's why we want him in the office. He might have smoked crack. No social media. We love him. He's our yep. poster, he's our poster boy. He's fighting right now. Yeah, with the Klitschkos. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. All right. Well, thanks as always for spending time with us here on Sunday Poor. We'll be back here next week uh, with more whatever this was. Uh, Ant. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate you guys listening, and uh, we'll check in on you next week. Yeah, I know you think crack is more of a deathbed drug, but it's also gateway into office, political office. Apparently. Yeah. Marion Marion Barber, what was his name? Marion Barry. Marion Barber was uh running back. Yeah. <laughs> For the Cowboys. As far as we so know, as far as we know, never crack. tried crack. Yeah. Well, it's Cowboys. Chicago Bears also. Yep. Yep. I I have a question. Just because yeah, we talk- normally do baseball on the show. Yeah. Pocho, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, do you ha- uh, have a problem with all the retired numbers for the Yankees? Um, not really. No. Uh, I have a problem with some of them. It's kind of like the Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Like Paul Neal probably doesn't. 
fit the bill for retired number, but I could definitely point at five guys that already have the number retired that don't deserve it more than Paul O'Neill. Well, who That's are, what I would say. Let's say, okay, who on that list? Like, do you, do you consider to me, Reggie – Belongs on that. Reggie's the worst. Reggie's the worst. I, was, I think that's yeah, short time. He's in yeah. Oakland A, and he's he's just yeah. a hired gun. Yeah. Okay. So to me, a uh, a retired number is Hall of Famer or or some sort of special uh, connection or some some sort of special circumstance. Right. So like Mattingly lifer. Yes, Mattingly's an exception. Best Yankee of a generation, basically. Soft spot because he never won. He was kind of a bright spot when they weren't that great. Yeah. Uh, would have been a Hall of Famer if it wasn't for injuries. Captain. Yeah. Uh, and then the other exception for me would be Munson. Yeah. First captain since Gehrig. Catcher on back-to-back title teams. Yeah. Everyone's favorite Yankee from the 70s. Leader. Like, all those things. The way he obviously passed. Yeah. I and mean, who knows? He may have been a Hall of Famer if he kept playing. But, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't watch him play. So. Those would be my two exceptions. And then you could probably talk me into Bernie. That would be the other non-Hall of Famer. Yeah, Bernie belongs there, I think. I think Bernie definitely belongs there for what he meant to that team. Right. And I, and I stand by Hall of Famer or special exception. I do think those guys I just mentioned have like the special – all right, so do you think like Billy Billy Martin not shouldn't be probably on? not? Yeah, I, I think probably not. No. Uh, let's see who's next. On the I have it in front of me if you, if Pos- you need it. Posada, I got it too. Posada. See, I love Posada. I love Posada, but I don't think I don't think he should have his number retired. Elson Howard's a little. A, Elson Howard's a Hall of Famer. I don't think he is. Oh, but important yeah, figure. Like a, important figure though. Important figure. They were one of the – were they one of the last teams to uh, integrate? I don't know. They weren't the Red Sox, no. No, the Red Sox were the worst, yeah. Uh, Larry, Larry Dolby, American League, is the first. Yes. For the commanders, whoever the fuck they Roger Maris probably shouldn't be if we're going to get technical. Yeah. But I think that might be a special exception. The 61 might be a special exception. Then a lot of the Reggie people might say Reggie deserves it, though, because Maris was – I mean, how many years with the Yankees? Four or five? Yeah. Uh, okay, so you're, you're questioning Posada, maybe even Howard, Reggie. I love Posada, what? man, but uh, – Pettit? He's the other one. Maybe not. Pettit. They probably did too Probably not. But yeah, but then you think, but look, look at like Babe Ruth and Garrick, right? Like, think of all the guys on their teams that didn't make the retired number list. Tony Lazari, <laughs> Frank Crisetti. A lot, of, a lot of role players that helped those teams win a billion games and championships, not retired. Gidry's another one. Like Pettit probably had a better Yankee career than Gidry. Gidry at his peak may have been better. You know, seventy-eight, twenty-five, and three, all that. Yeah all the strikeouts, but, you know, Pettit obviously has the more iconic big game moments, but, yeah. I mean, they probably – neither of them probably should have the number retired. And I love Pettit, but, I don't know. It's, it's all like 
Is at it? the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. I don't really, I don't no, really, no. Like, I'm not passionate about it. I don't care. Yeah, it's, yeah. You would, you would just barroom debate. You would, exactly. You'd hope they'd be a little more selective with that. I think this is, I think O'Neill makes it too many for that team. I mean, there's already I mean, too many for that. To, def- to defend the Yankees, to play devil's advocate of everything I just said, they are in a special circumstance where they have multiple dynasties, whether it's the 90s, mm-hmm. you know, 50s, 40s, a little bit in the 70s, not really. It's just back-to-back. But mm-hmm. they have dynasties where you're going to have Hall of Famers on those teams, plus you're going to have – uh, role players that were like perennial all-stars, good to borderline great, like above average players that are going to be held in higher status mm-hmm. than they would have been if they were on like the Pirates or the Brewers. Yeah. Like Paul yeah. O'Neill was a good player, batting title, came over, like changed the culture. He was a good player that gets elevated because he was the three hitter on a dynasty team. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's getting his number retired. Yeah. Um, so that's you know that's just how it works. It's just, they're in a little bit of a different you know scenario than other teams. So so Jeter obviously is on, but the one like the, like Bernie, Andy, Posada, O'Neill. The thing that Bernie and Mo, but obviously Mo's like a no brainer. Um, like the one thing that Bernie and Posada have is that they were lifers. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's that's. Especially, it's, I mean, especially in the '90s and 2000s, like it's a special thing. Like you know, even Pettit left. You know what I mean? Like I mean, how, Roy how, White was a lifer. Okay, that's we love Roy. So, so is Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. It, it's just no, but but with their distinguished careers, that Joe adds to, that adds to their <laughs> that adds to their. Uh, resume as far as getting your number retired that's why like an o'neill might but whatever everybody loves o'neill everybody's gonna fucking cheer their balls off for him yeah it was a great run and uh the yankees need a reason to get your asses to the seats this year so yeah i'm surprised it's not uh on a football sunday to be honest with you (laughs) yeah yeah late august yeah 21st 21st for 21. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. I just wasn't sure. They do. I mean, like, I I don't blame the people who take shots at them for retiring as many numbers as they do. No, it's a nice problem to have, you know. Yeah. It's not like we're uh, sitting around debating whether we should retire, uh, I don't know, uh, Carlos By- uh, not Carlos Baerga. I don't know. Somebody. I can't think. My brain's not ready for, for just random baseball names. Mm. I mean, Tory deserves it, I think. Yeah, coach of those Casey teams. Yeah. Casey Stangles out there. Tory should be manager yeah. of, a, of the only yep. modern dynasty. Yeah, absolutely. Bill Dickey, yeah. I can't even speak to. I don't, I'm not. I think He's Bill Dickey's a Hall of Famer. Bill Dickey is a Hall of Famer, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Rizzuto. He's a Hall of Famer, borderline Hall of Famer. But I think Rizzuto, like, he's because a, he's the announcer. and he, ble- he bled pinstripes. Larger, yeah, just larger than life. Yeah. Persona. Yeah. Which might, might be part of why O'Neal kind of gets a nod, too. He's, you know, hung around. 
in the booth and people love him. It is dues, yeah. 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 He has become a Yankee in his next life also. Yeah. He didn't just go away. Right. Right. He retired a Yankee. Right. He got traded and he never left. Right. He 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 came over and he's people don't even talk about him as as a red unless you're talking about somebody kicking a baseball. Uh, yeah. You know, Once in a the while, they talked about that World Series in 1990. It's, it's like yeah. the only time O'Neill yes. gets mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, there's like five guys on the list that probably should be on there, but it's not, it's not as bad. It's not that bad. No, I don't really have a problem with it, though. It's getting crowded out there, though. I, have, I, have a, I just I feel bad for everybody coming over to the Yanks. Like, you're, who needs to pick a number? Like, all, all the cool numbers are gone. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, still number. I mean, single digits are going. I guess number 11. 11 looks good. Who's number 11 right now? Gardner. Oh, yeah. 33 is a cool number. 13 still available? 13. Well, Joey Gallo. Oh, right, right, right. 14 is a good number. A few good Yankees have had 14. Lou Pinella. Yep. Andy Pat, Phillips may have been 14. Pat Kelly. Pat Kelly, sure. I feel like Soho uh, may have rocked 14 at one point. Uh, 17, 18, 19. Granderson. 21's gone, 22. 24 is a cool number. 24 is the best number available. 24 could work. Ricky Henderson, I think, was 24. 24 is probably the coolest available Yankee number. And 33. Two constants on my roulette. 24, 33. Yeah. If I'm uh, spreading it around, those numbers are always included. Larry Bird. Well, I was 33 growing up. Yeah, Bird, Pippen, I guess. Oh, sorry. You were 33 before Larry Bird? Yeah, 24, Griffey, Mays. Kobe. Yeah. Darrell Revis. Hall of Famer. Uh, Is he in yet? He'll get in. Who? Revis. He's not in yet, right? I don't know. Was he on the list? I I lose track of time, man. I just, just seeing that Rivera's number was retired in 2013 blows my mind. Well, it was retired when he was still playing. Oh, yeah. They that's did, that's ridiculous. Oh, season. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mariano Rivera did. The guy was yeah. still active. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Was uh, I feel like Revis, was he a finalist this year? I'm not sure. He's played last in 20. He may, I mean, he's, I don't know how the football hall of fame works, but I would think he's a first ballot. I would I think, think it's, I think, I think it's five years. It's, I think it's the same as 2018. He was released. So he's probably not up yet. Cause he's, I mean, I don't know who knows. They keep guys out for personal reasons, but yeah, he's got to go in. It's uh, optimistic though, of the Yanks to have a plan of date. Got to say. Nice. It's a nice feeling to know that they think they'll be playing in August. We'll be playing in August. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. 
I don't know if we're playing in April, but we're playing in August. Yeah, no, they won't. I wouldn't mind. I could, I could live with like mid-April. It's really just like, like people talk a big game now because it's not the season yet. But uh, how how concerned should they be about actually losing fans because of this? We've been down this road before, but you know nobody is obviously nobody's happy about it. Nobody is like you know just wait it out; they'll be fine. It's all these it's billionaires and millionaires arguing how you know this they're doing this shit again. It's a lot of complaints. Is it legit? Do you think? Um, what like the 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 threat of losing? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure I'll lose one or two fans, but like, are they going to lose fans in droves? Is the threat real, or is it just the sky is falling? Baseball's got to go through this once in a while, and fans will be back. I or, think it depends what how it plays out. Like if the season ends up starting on time or only they miss like a couple of weeks, I don't think they lose fans. Like 94, they lost the World Series. And then the right, next season right. didn't start until May. So it was, it was, it was much different, yeah. I think. Yeah, that's true. No, but I mean, if this season got canceled, then, yeah, it'd be disastrous. I've heard more than one person say, though, like if I lose a game, like these are people calling the radio stations, but like, if, if we lose one game, I'm, you know, I'm out. I have better things to do than worry about what these rich assholes are doing, et cetera, et cetera. Again, it could just be big talk, people uh, calling radio stations, giving them, giving them time. Um, and, you know, once, once the games happen, you get the update on your phone, oh, you know, judge hit a home run or, you know, there's a no hitter or something. You know what I mean? Like uh, you start getting the juices flowing once the games are being played. I honestly don't – I can't get into the head of those people because I don't know. Like, um, I, I overhear shit all the time. Uh, okay. You know, the past few years with, uh, you know, with football, with the kneeling, and then basketball, like people getting turned off. Oh, yeah. With, like, the politics. And I hear people like, yeah, I don't watch anymore. Or this. I don't know how real that is. I don't think the sports are suffering because of it. Yeah, I don't. So I don't know if it's empty prom, empty threats by these people who are full of shit, or if there's just so many fans that they don't miss the people. It's like a small Doesn't minority of people who, yeah, that, that's a great comparison. Really great. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, the the, the stuff with NFL and NBA, and those both those leagues are doing just fine. Um, and I also am type of guy who I don't make like declarations or boycotts. Sure. Right, right. Like, yeah, I don't no, watch I'm... the NBA or the NHL nearly as much as I used to. Like, I regular season is totally just off my radar, but I'm still going to watch a big game when the time comes or a big series. When that's just, like, shift, was, that's uh, just shifting tastes and, what, you know, what you're going to do with your time. Right. It's, it's, not like, it's not like, oh, done with the NBA. It's just like, ah, I'm just not as into it. Like, it's, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, yeah. It's just, yeah. Just different feelings about, right. It's nothing to do with what they do or how they act or how the people are. It's just what you're into. Right. Like I grew up with the 90s rock fights, first to 82. 
mm-hmm. wins. If they went back to playing like that, I probably wouldn't like jump back in. It's just, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. That makes it's sense. a long fucking season too, which is, I understand it's ironic because I watch like 150 Yankee games, but <laughs> the NBA, like the, the college basketball season is so much shorter and tighter. Your team plays twice a week. It's like a 25, like what's UCLA? They're 20 and five. So it's like a 30 game regular season. It's just, yeah. it's just quicker and just tighter. Yeah. 30, 32 games. Easier to follow. Well, that's fair. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I really like, I really like that. It's a good call. I could, even if they were to lose a few fans, how would it ever, would it ever be enough? I think it's just baseball. People have been saying baseball's been dying forever. It's been dying since Babe Ruth saved it. So, you know, it's not the, it's not the yeah. first time people are worried about it. I think the big, I honestly think the biggest problem for baseball isn't the labor agreement. It's, it's pace of play. And it's just like. Pace of play is an issue. Like even someone who loves baseball sometimes, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, let's throw, go. throw the fucking ball. Just fucking get in the box and pitch. I don't, I don't need to see you fix your gloves a thousandth time. <laughs> yeah. So I really think they got to do something. Keep the guys in the rubber. Keep the guys in the box. Keep it moving. Throw it back and pitch. There's no reason that these guys – and not for nothing, I think that actually favors the pitching a little bit is if you, if you go a little quicker. If you're worried about, you know, don't let a guy get too settled in there. If, don't, if, if, you, if, you're, if you're kind of going quick, um, the guy doesn't have as much time to think, you know, look out, look down at third baseline, get your signs, not going to do a lot of bunts or anything. So I think it actually favors a pitcher a little bit. If you, speed up, if you speed up some, the pitcher gets in some kind of rhythm, and then if a pitcher isn't in rhythm, if they, obviously it favors a hitter. He's not going to, you know, he doesn't have to, can't step back, walk around the mound seven times. So right. you better be on your game full time. You know, don't, enough of this. You're right. Enough of this shit. Just throw the fucking ball. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. There's some, there's some games that just take forever. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the fix. I don't know the easy fix. I, I mean, I guess it's just the style, but I mean, you have to, I don't know if you if, if you enforce it if it's a if it's the the pitch clock, if it's stay in the box, or it's an automatic strike. I mean that would I mean, I think they had had something like that, but they never enforced it, and 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 enforce it and stick with it and let's go. Yeah, but uh, yeah, keep it moving. That to me is the biggest problem. And it seems it seems like, I mean, if you go back and watch any game from any other time in baseball, those guys stay in the box, you pitch, you throw it back, and they and they pitch, and they just keep it moving. Any other time in the sports history, they move. Yeah, it's quick. I agree. There's no reason to not want to play like that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand it. They just gotta, yeah. Play the game. So I think it's plenty enough time. Sorry to keep dwelling on this, but I think it's plenty of time. If the batter stays in the box, let's say takes a pitch, stays in the box, you could 
digging a little bit. Pitch gets, you know, the ball gets thrown back to the pitcher. He gets on the mound. He kind of maybe the the he kind of preps it with his foot, you know, swipe, you know, just kicks a little dirt away with his foot. Digs in one second. He's back in the mound. The pitch is more than enough time for both players to get ready. You don't need to have all this dancing around. Yeah. That's it. It seems very easy. To me, it seems very easy to do. It'd still be long game, so there's no, that's fine. I get that. I get the pitching changes and uh you know, long at bats and foul balls. I get all that shit. But it's that's I, I really believe it's staying in the box that slows everybody up. Yeah. And and pitchers taking forever to let to let pitchers fly. pitchers take yeah, forever. I think it's all of that. Uh, but you know, sure they'll fix what, it. What I, what I'm sure I? they'll fix. They'll get right on that. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. That's probably that'll probably be a negotiation. They'll take less money as long as they can spend as much time as they want scratching their balls outside the box. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. Islanders went up one nothing, and Shark scored twice within like two minutes. Well, are they uh are they on a channel? MSG Plus. Oh. MSG Plus is that an internet? No, it's like the second MSG for when there's a game when there's a game on MSG. Oh, I don't get one MSG, so no. never mind. No way, I get getting plus. No. MSG is gone for good. Oh yeah, and I got this one through work. Yeah, Comcast got rid of MSG. They said nobody was watching it. Because it wasn't on. That's why. <laughs> <It's good. laughs> uh, yeah, so there's no, no, absolutely no end in sight, huh? I don't know. I haven't. I mean, it's been all season. Yeah, no Knicks, no Rangers. It's mm. another reason I watch college. It's just no. You can watch every team. I can't watch anybody, and NBA not, or NHL. Not having the Knicks isn't that big of a deal. <laughs> I'm not saying I miss MSG that much. I'm just, I don't have the option even if I wanted to. Yeah. And I'd be heated if I was a Knicks or Rangers fan. I can't imagine what people are going through, man. Why would you do that? I would be so mad. Yeah, if I was diehard, forget it. Like yeah, didn't yet then we miss yes for like a little bit at one point like for a couple. I of switched. Years. I switched cable when they did that. I went from <laughs> Comcast to Directv when they did that. Yeah, there you go. And then, but I'm they, sure they, some people did. If you're that big of a, like I'm a big enough fan, I was like, it's the only thing I watch. I'm switching. That's it. Yeah, yeah. When they was that? It after a year, uh, I think it was twenty. Pretty sure it was 2016. I remember watching the – I had to go watch the uh, – it's at my girlfriend's house at the time. Fucking Hanley Ramirez walk-off yeah. off Batances. And I remember having to go to my house to watch that game because we were kind of still in it, but not really. Yeah. And I just – as as soon as Hanley hit, hit, I just got up and walked out of the house. 
Yeah, I, it's being TV with you when you being with you when your team loses is no fun with the Yanks, obviously. But like the way you handle losses, <laughs> you just you just you're out. You're just gone. Nobody nobody knows what happened to you. Me, I just, yeah, I just I just shut down as a human. Like when Altuve hit that home run in 2019, yeah, I just changed the channel. I don't know what I went to. I went up or down, just so it was off. And I sat there for over an hour, just staring. I'm not a. I. I I'm. A, I don't know. I don't. I don't handle it well. I like to think I handle it better because I don't like. I don't. I don't really get mad in the sense, in the traditional sense of like yelling and screaming, or I don't take it out on people. I just like completely shut down emotionally. I'm like I'm dead inside when I lose. Yeah, it's you spend so much time with this team you get to a certain point with them and you know you're as much as you you realistically might think that they have no chance or whatever yeah you're there and whenever you're there it's like a great opportunity and this past year wasn't even that bad i was just i was like yeah i got our ass kicked it was like one of the easier ass kickings (laughs) that's how that's how little hope i had i was like oh yeah this is like obviously it was gonna happen yeah 2019 was different. That was that was uh, even 2020 with Tampa. It was, yeah, I, was, I don't handle 2018. I didn't. I didn't handle. Uh, it well. I really thought we had a chance. I really thought we had a shot in 2020. Sadly. Oh really? Well, no. Yeah, it did because it was still Tampa. You still. I mean, it, they Yanks still had a chance. Yeah. No. They. I mean. Yeah. When you're in it, you have a chance. I I thought yeah, I knew Tampa was a better team, but I still thought they had you know a, I thought there was a little Yankee magic left. Oh yeah, well, crap! Not straws. Not not the case. <laughs> What'd you say? Not straws for that magic. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. All right, good show, Ant. All right, I'll talk to you. Next week, uh, I don't have time this week, by the way. Sorry, I don't have time this week to look into live stream, but maybe by next Thursday I'll have something set up. All right. All right, later. All right.